Welcome to To Every Generation, the broadcast ministry of Calvary Chapel Crossfields, located in Jamesburg, New Jersey, where we teach through the entire Bible, verse by verse, and make application to every generation so we can grow in our relationship with God. Okay, for those of you who don't know me, I am Wayne. I will be your entertainment for this evening. Um, This whole message tonight is my love letter to God. It was inspired by a song I heard on the way home from work. It's called Same Power. It's by Jeremy Camp. I heard it on July 20th at 3.50 p.m. And this is where the message came from. I wanted to read you something from Oswald Chambers. Oswald Chambers says, the inner sanctuary and the outer courts must remain pure to see God. We are a temple. Jesus said in Revelation 21.5, Behold, I make all things new. Have you ever forgotten to thank someone who did so much for you? I have. To many people and to God. So tonight I offer my love letter to God. Maybe you feel the same way. In the Hallelujah Psalms, that's Psalms 113 to 118. The writers of these Psalms do just that. Hallel means praise, hence hallelujah. Psalm 113 verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. Did your dad have a name? It wasn't dad, Meg. That's just who he is to you. He has a name. The Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh. I didn't always know that, so I thought I would share that knowledge with you. That is your Hebrew lesson for this evening. Most dads love their children. Our Heavenly Father absolutely does love you. So says his word. Psalm 115 speaks of his help as we trust him. Verse 11, as we trust in him, he becomes our help and our shield. I like that fact. I think you know why if you know me. Psalm 116 verse 2 speaks of his hearing us. Psalm 117 verse 2 speaks of his merciful kindness towards us and the truth of the Lord endures forever. I understand that. Truth that lasts any amount of time is very hard to find anymore. I'm thankful that God's word remains for all to trust. Psalm 118.6 speaks of protection from God. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. This is what my love letter to God consists of. And I also have five points to make near the end 
to confirm my love to him and his love towards us. On May 12, 1990, I stood in the house of the Lord, looking at my wife dressed in white linen with the light of the day shining behind her, walking towards me to begin our married life together. She was quite the vision. I have never seen anything like that compares to that ever again. What a blessing God blessed me with. This is what he, this is his, this is the love he has for us. The treasures of our hearts. We are his bride, the church. Do you ever wonder what he sees, how he sees us? Do you know what his love letter to us is? That would be this, his word. Full of grace and truth. 1 John 3.23 says, Okay, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. It's the second time that that was mentioned. The word commandment was mentioned twice. In Genesis 1.1, yep, all the way back, there in the beginning, God created. <clears throat> the verb for created is fashioned anew, the heavens and the earth. John 3.16 speaks of God so loved the world. The world can be translated as all creation. We, I had a discussion with a pastor once, years ago when I was younger, and we were talking about life on other planets. And the statement he made to me was, and rightly so, that they would need Jesus to die on the cross for their sins as well. Did you know that his gift to us, his only son, if we, you, them, us, and me, believe in him, we will live forever. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning of the adventure. I don't know about you, but that's some gift. It's better, much better than getting a tie. I'm just trying to invoke humor here, but truly, I don't make fun of God ever. This is really the gift of gifts to all he loves. I go then many, I've gotten many gifts in my life, some good, some great, some unexpected. Let's see, I got a gold bike with chrome fenders when I was 10, with training wheels attached. My father looked out for me. I got a star named after me from my childhood best friend. I can't see it from here. I got Captain America's shield from my church best friends years ago. Yeah, it's cool. I took it to work just the other day. I wanted to take the people's cameras who were holding the shield and take a picture of them because everybody can be Captain America. And my wife gave me my daughter. 
who is my treasure and joy. My little girl. Romans 8.32 says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? See, do you see how he loves us? How can I not tell him how I love him? Pastor Paul sings in worship of our tiny offering to God. It is the right thing to do. Colossians 1.20 speaks this way. And by him, Jesus, to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace, this peace, his peace, through the blood of his cross. How have you thanked him? Do you speak of him to others without? Do you serve him? Do you support his work? Jesus is the hope of glory. That's Colossians 1.27. He is the image of the invisible God. Colossians 1.15. I do not say absent God. I said invisible God, which is, the, is spirit and truth. John 4.24. I told myself years ago, that if I ever got the opportunity to speak in church from the pulpit again, I would speak on how grateful to God I am for his favor to me, to spare my life, and for him to use me for his glory. Before we had a pastor at my previous church, I used to speak a few times, mostly on Jesus, sometimes on Paul. But I was always humble and amazed that he was using me. I still can hardly believe it. But one thing I remember, I watched godly men before me serve with gladness in their hearts. We are to be instant in season and out. That's 2 Timothy 4.2. I'm mostly out of season, but that's no excuse according to God's word. If you're going to preach... If you're going to preach it, you better live it. And that is some heavy road to travel. So I am miserable driving home from my job Wednesday to July 20th. I'm hot. I'm bothered. Just feeling down and low. And then I hear the voice that breaks me. Tears down my barriers and makes me a better Christian. We all need a voice like that. Jeremy Camp is singing Same Power. I thought it was a new song. It's been out since 2016. I don't know what I've been listening to. Here's the lyrics. Listen as I did. And I'm not going to sing it. So you don't have to flee. I can see waters raging at my feet. I can feel the breath of those surrounding me. I can hear the sounds of nations rising up. We will not be overtaken. We will not be overcome. I can walk down this dark and painful road. I can face every fear of the unknown. I can hear all God's children singing out. We will not be overtaken. We will not be overcome.
Same, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave, the same power that commands the dead to wake, lives in us, lives in us. Is that incredible? I forget that. <clears throat> okay, let me go on. The same power that moves mountains when he speaks, the same power that can calm a raging sea, lives in us, lives in us. We have hope that his promises are true. In his strength, there is nothing we cannot do. Yes, we know there are greater things in store. We will not be overtaken. We will not be overcome. Greater is he that is living in me. He's conquered our enemy. No power of darkness, no weapon prevails. We stand here in victory. Hearing this voice sing this song stopped me from my despair. It inspired me to write this love letter to God, release my kept praise for my master, he who saved me completely. Micah, if you ever listen to this, I want you to remember this from my lips to your ears. Micah's my grandson in the back, by the way. He's seven weeks. Seven weeks. I gave him his bottle the other night. It was quite the moment for me. <clears throat> I did mention the blessing of my wife. I don't know what she did to get me, but I can't answer for that. No, truly, truly, I, I've been blessed. Um, I am nothing but grateful. I said no. Now I'm saying yes to saying this message. I was out, and now I'm in. Romans 8.37 says, Yet in all these things, our sufferings from the world, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Doesn't that make you feel great? If you are listening, say amen. Romans 8.38.39 says, In my love letter to God, For I am persuaded... That means to cause someone to do something that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That, my friends, is love, love from above. Offer to all. I have been a believer in Jesus Christ since 1978. But I was attracted to his word years before. The Bible intrigued me. Was God calling me back then? Come forth! That's the word spoken in John 11:43. Jesus cried out in a loud voice. And he who had died came out. The dead walk out. Peter walked on water. Where are you walking? Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Were you dead spiritually? Did he call to you? Did he free you from bondage? He freed me. 
How can I not thank him? Lazarus slept. Jesus awakened him to life everlasting. He can do the same to you. That Holy Spirit was given to us if we believe in Jesus as our Savior. That's what Jeremy's song confirms. We need to be reminded. Step out of our worldly suffering and step into the light. You know, when I mentioned the shield, the shield is our faith. When you look at the armor of God in Ephesians, the shield is our faith. It protects us from the fiery darts of the adversary. I think it was in men's group we talked about the frog in the slowly boiling water, that it never notices what's happening. That can happen to us. It happens to me a lot in my daily days. Just things from all directions just, just sour me when I need to focus. This is what happened to Peter. Peter was, Jesus called to Peter. Peter stepped out of the boat. You know, you can knock Peter for a lot of things, but he's the only one that stepped out of the boat. And he walked to Jesus. But when he lost his focus, he started to sink. And we can do that every day. This is what my message is about. Jeremiah the prophet heard God's voice. That's found in Jeremiah 10, 13. God's voice. What does that sound like? Well, it says, a multitude of waters in heaven. He makes lightning for the rain. Jeremiah spoke in service for God to help save which is lost, though no one listened. But was that a requirement? Did, did, did God say to Jeremiah, no one's going to listen to you, but I want you to speak for me. I don't think that was even in play. He still spoke the word to them. You know, and some people just don't want to hear the truth. So my five points, <coughs> excuse me, in my love letter to God are as follows. Number one, thankfulness. Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Point number two, gratitude. Revelation 5.12. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Point number three, return, to the, return the kindness shown to you. 2 Corinthians 8.21. Providing honorable things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. When I, I am asked to train a lot of fellows at work to do the tasks at hand there. Um, one of the things that I like to do is when we're done, is I give them a Bible, um, which this church provides. And I thank this church for that. Um, it's my way, and I always tell them, what you've learned here, this is more important. This is for your life. 
So that's what I meant by return the kindness. <clears throat> Excuse me. Point number four, leave behind an everlasting legacy. Hebrews 10.10. 10. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And point number five, help save souls. You know, we all have our mission fields. Maybe your mission field is just one person, but that's the one person that nobody else can reach, but you can. That's how important it is to God. Help save souls. Load up your ark. You know, we go to Lancaster on a vacation. We've seen many plays at the Millennium Theater. And one of the things that please plays do for you is you can see in between the words of the Bible. I had never realized that when God shut the door of the ark and the rain came up through the ground and down through the sky and it started to accumulate, all those people who didn't want to hear the truth were knocking on the ark and they wanted to come in. And that must have been terrifying for Noah and his family because every voice that they heard, they knew. Think about that. Warn others while there is still time. Everyone who is found written in the book and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. That's Daniel 12, 1 through 3. That I have a relationship with Jesus, that he loves me enough to suffer for me, all that he did, I am so grateful. I have only words to tell you. This is God's word. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I know it was quick. <clears throat> that was 14 pages. Maybe I should have wrote more. But Lord, it's from my heart. How miserable I would have had. What kind of a life would I have had if I had not known you? I am thankful for my church family. And I'm thankful for my family who is here tonight. Lord, bless everyone here. And again, we think of Sharon. We think of Gary as well. When we talk of family, we need to mention both. Lord, just hold us in your hand. Keep us together, Lord, and allow us to be effective for you. And we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to To Every Generation from Calvary Chapel Crossroads. We meet for Bible study Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And Sunday service begins at 10.30 a.m. 
On Sundays, we have children's church for all ages, in addition to infant and nursery care. You can find out more about the ministry here at Calvary Chapel Crossfields by going to www.cccrossfields.org, where you can also watch or listen to previous messages. If you have any questions or have a prayer request, please email us at contact at cccrossfields.org. Thanks for listening, and may God bless.